When the enthusiasm of the youth encounters the wisdom of experts, that is when we are creating a future that is inspiring for all of us. Hello and welcome to the Inspiring the Future podcast. My name is Suganya Sundaram, mother to a super child, sales professional for 11 years and your host for this show. In our show, we connect with people who have been there and done that and make them share their stories, strategies and best practices to help us transform our lives, excel in our business or career. Listeners, we have Asha Murli with us today with a rich experience of 12 years in the field of HR. Throughout her career, she has managed recruitment procedures, employee training initiatives, staff coaching, union and non-union labor relations, and employee morale boosting practices. We would be discussing all this and more with Asha today. So let's join this conversation and and learn a lot from her. How are you, Asha? Perfect. More than perfect after meeting you, <laughs> So I just to give a background well to you. my listeners, that you know, me and Asha already know each other and we didn't know that we're going to be meeting today. Yes. So I think we're more than excited to have her here and, uh, you know, learn a lot because so Asha I. has a rich, rich background in HR. So let's get started. Why not? So let's start with this question itself. So how come HR? How did you get into HR? So uh, HR is something that runs in my bloodstreams, something that I could relate to. Why HR is, I think this was, that was my first job. In the year of 2018 is when I started, yeah, 2008, I'm sorry, that's when I started. And uh, I felt I'm a people's person, I love interacting, I like finding the right candidate for the right job. So therefore HR has definitely been my forte. And I don't think I've deviated since then. It's been 13 years since the day that I chose HR as my profession. And I love doing what I do. I love interacting with new people. I, you know, that's the best thing about me. And it's, I think everything that I do in HR is something that I can relate to. And there's a lot of learning, day-to-day learning. And that, that's something that I cherish. Excellent. We'll come back to talking a, a lot more about HR for sure. So let's get Sorry. a little bit uh, more into, you know, Asha's world and know a little bit more about her. So if I was to talk about your journey, um, it you know, doesn't have to be professional, it could be personal as well, but if I talk about the journey and I talk about, say, three events uh, that shape the kind of person that you are today and okay. uh, you know, how people pursue or how people see you today, then what would those three events be? Three events, okay. The very first event that I would say, okay, um, I think people have a misconception saying that, uh, or we're very tempted to think that wrong things in our life okay, gets down our morale and changes the direction. However, I bit to differ there. So uh, I lost my parents in a very young age, of course, uh, that's, you know, there's no contribution of anyone. I just lost them in a young age, probably because uh, of various reasons. And the age of 25, but that helped me be a little more stronger, grow up to be a better individual, make decisions on my own, choose the right path and stay independent. And I think that's one of the turn or let's say a curvature that's taken in my life and it's played a very vital role. Mm. Okay. Second being, of course, motherhood. I'm sure you'd strongly agree with of me, course. Saganya. So a motherhood has taught me, see, when I was 24 is when I conceived, okay, had my first child, that's uh, Kaushal. So, uh, you know, I'm not someone who ever is very founder of a child or, you know, because I had a child in me. So I never wanted to go ahead, grab a child and pet them. So the first ever child that I would ever want to carry was my own son, okay? That itself was a lesson for me. So since then, you know, I, the motherhood of being a mother, 
or let's say learning how to be a mother was definitely you know a, a great experience for me and something that again it's very memorable and something that i would cherish all my life okay keeping uh, the last topic to be marriage i think nowadays no i'm sure you could relate to this uh, it's like our industry says a lot of these youngsters give up things in a very young age True. okay a number of people that i've come across is something that i've shared and personally counsel because hr you know this this word called counselor you know you have psychiatrist all of this came into being long ago i mean yeah. recently yeah. the word hr right came into existing long ago so we were doing that job till now and we still continue to do it so when it comes to marriage so let me tell you about me and my husband okay when we started of course we arranged marriage i got married when i was 22 quite young okay had extremely diversified thoughts you know wanted to do a lot of things expectations were too many okay and of course very vulnerable because i was too young at yeah. that time so one full year was a roller coaster ride and both of us were in power when we have to fight and all of it there were times that we would only give up yeah. and say this is the end of it okay what really kept it going was a small string of hope mm. okay saying you know what i think we should hold on to it i think this generation or let's say youngsters nowadays wouldn't want to hold on to it they would just say give up patience is yes absolutely and adaptability and, and adjustments yeah. okay making that right adjustments i'm not telling you to compromise with uh, exactly you know uh, a, a relationship which yeah. may be abusive or which has domestic violence no i'm not uh, you know uh, owing for it yeah. what i'm trying to say is i think you can mold a relationship but time is the answer to it yeah. okay it's not that we don't have our differences right now earlier this first year of our wedding we used to fight every day and get the roof down but now it's some down to maybe once in two months once in three months and i think those are also very necessary sometimes absolutely it's necessary in every yeah. relationship even friends right exactly. we always have a difference of opinion of course yeah and it's good and it makes it healthier and stronger, stronger. very true right very so true. that is my third motivational stuff which i think or motivational moment which i think has made a difference amazing i think that's uh, it's really amazing how in every part of it like like all three events that you spoken about you picked yourself up and kind of you know moved and made sure that you are stronger than weaker when you came out of it so that's i think more important than anything else talking about your parents of course it wouldn't have been easy to when you, and and at an age where you know things when you felt things and when mm-hmm. you know that you know how how it is to have parents and to be to get out of that being stronger it's yes. i think it takes a lot and it uh, talks a lot about the kind of person that you are so it's amazing thank you so much for the three events that you spoke about i'm sure there are many 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 more definitely these definitely these are just probably like you know the tip of Absolutely. Of, of the entire thing but of course if we are to um, since you know about your journey of course apart from these three events and you were to put that journey into a book what mm-hmm. would you call it and why okay um i want to make this simple for all my listeners because i think they want i want i want them to relate to this okay so therefore i would like to talk about the life of pi so i'm sure everyone knows about uh, yeah. the well known author han handmaiden mm-hmm. okay so he's basically an uh, canadian author and i think the director also did justice to, to just book. narrate the entire story the right way of course it's a frictional movie yeah. but there's a lot of learning to it it's in the eyes of the beholder yeah. okay now look at it i think you should be friends with 
your animals okay or you should at least have that soft corner for the animals around you and that's something that we learn from the story itself you have a choice to make whether or not to be alone hmm. or be lonely hmm. of course they were strandled in in middle of the ocean you know with no one around to help that is being alone yeah. but what they did is they had each one's yeah. company regardless whether there's communication there is no communication they had each other's company therefore they were not lonely yeah okay perception changes okay perception is something that also changes the situation it's the way we look at it yeah. okay any situation that you're thrown into i think you should actually have your we as human beings have the ability to change at any time so therefore i think perception is very very important and relative circumstances can also be changed yeah. and never give up attitude okay so i think no matter what life throws us to okay like you're stranded stranded inside the ocean i mean sorry in middle of the ocean with no help nothing at all okay with not knowing what to do you're finding opportunities mm-hmm. and ways to get out of the situation is a never give up attitude according to me okay so stories tell us a number of things a number of learnings it, it could be imaginative it could be you know vice versa but i think what we take from it and what we implement in our life is very very important true, true. yes very true so excellent very well said so i think that's amazing since you're you. ready to you know write your book i think we can go ahead and start with that soon absolutely so let's uh, know you a little bit more and talk about sure, you a little sure. bit more sure. so we have something called the xyz factor and we want to know you know what your x factor would be talking starting with the x factor so if you were to think about a superpower or a super strength of yours which you know people at least who know you can rely on you for so okay. what would that be i s- i could say that i'm a conflict diffuser Okay. Why would I even say that? Is uh, like I mentioned it earlier. This word called counselor, this word called psychiatrist, all of this came into existence, let's say, about five years, ten years ago. But HR has been always a person that would listen to problems, from let's say your employees to your housekeeping staff to everyone, your training team, you know, your management, your leadership team, etc., etc., finding solutions amicably. understanding both parties mm-hmm. and getting to a solution is what is a beauty of a hr and i think it's an indulged quality in me and i think i'm a beautiful conflict diffuser excellent i'm sure you i'm sure there like many who would say that as well sure so coming to your why factor so okay. what keeps you going what keeps you motivated to do what you do today okay i think um why factor i would relate to being a people's person okay why a people's person is see um you know from your 10 standard if you give me a resume i will dig it down from your 10 standard till what you're doing today if i'm not able to understand the gaps and whether you're job shopping or whether you're doing uh, you know whether you're looking for a job as a stable career or whether you're just looking for a job and not a career i will not be able to analyze if i'm not a people's person mm-hmm. so understanding a person and what is the requirement where are they going to be the right fit mm-hmm. i think is the quality in me which makes me a people's person so the z factor so coming to of course uh it's always not hunky dory you know you know we don't wake up with with the zest and the motivation that we have and there are days when we have our down days of course so mm-hmm. when those days happen what do you do how do you bring yourself back up 
okay those days could be almost every week <laughs> so i love dancing saganya i'm sure it wouldn't say in my personality okay but i love dancing that's something that i do in my pastime uh it gets my energy boosted and of course the zeal of doing something new so i learn all the steps and i try mimicking all you know all the bollywood bollywood stars with all their steps and i try try it on myself and that's my favorite pastime but i'm not seen that ever oh my my i'm surprised <laughs> i mean you know each okay. other for some time that's something that i've missed out on uh, so definitely i'll i'll we'll get uh, we there we should we catch should. up <laughs> <laughs> great excellence so i think uh, you've always i think been an inspiration throughout uh in Thank your career you. at least thank you but if you were to talk about your inspiration then who would it be okay um so um i'd like to share a lot of things here Please. let me tell you what let me start from the age of 5 so gonna so uh, when i was 5 right you would see a lot of chariots moving around on the roads right and you see a lot of people dancing So every time my mom would ask me what is your you know your aim in life what do you what was your inspiration what do you want to become I would say I want to be a street dancer <laughs> okay now the inspiration deviated and of course when you would ask me in the age of 10 or 12 I said I want to be a doctor <laughs> okay no matter what I want to be a doctor okay and then when I got to an age where I where I could choose to be a doctor or not in the age of 18 I saw a lot of people around. Why? Why doctor? Because I used to fall ill a lot. Okay, like your fever, cold. I was too uh, caught up with it, and mm-hmm. I used to meet a lot of doctors, and I felt that they make a lot of money. So okay, fine. Doctors inspired me. I wanted to be a doctor. This sustained till the age of eighteen. In the age of eighteen, when I made, when I got a chance to actually be a doctor or something else, I saw a lot of youngsters who do a, do their BA, okay, and loiter around with lovely clothes. and i took that as an inspiration okay <laughs> and then i wanted to do nothing but i wanted to just be independent wanted to flaunt my you know best of the best clothes and that was again my inspiration but today if you ask me what's my inspiration i think it is me myself why because i think i had a leap of faith in me from the time i if i have to see myself let's say 5 years ago I'm definitely not the person that I see myself today. So that has been my inspiration. Inspirations can change every day. Yeah. But what makes a difference is being an inspiration for yourself. Okay, making the difference for yourself. That's what matters. Okay, and I think I truly deserve to be my inspiration. Excellent. I think that's the best inspiration you can have. Yeah. Um and to look up to at all times. I think that's someone yes. that will never go away and you can always, you know, keep getting better at what you are because you the only person that you're looking up to is yourself so yes. amazing amazing i think we already have so much of take away from from our conversation today but of course before uh, we let our guest leave we, there's one thing that we always ask them to leave our um, af, you know the the younger generation who mm-hmm. wants to probably get into a career of hr um what is a growth hack that you would leave them with okay so if you have to ask me two growth hacks or growth mantras that mm-hmm. i would want to talk to my viewers on i think it's adaptability and learning okay why am i even talking to you about adaptability and learning is because see look at it this way when i was in school we'd have learned algebra you would have learned geometry you'd have learned trigonometry etc etc right but we don't kind of cultivate of using that anymore we don't even see it 
what has happened we have adapted to new things mm-hmm. we've started using computers for calculation we use our calculators we use different technologies to go ahead so adaptability is very important you see technology is not to streamline and say you know what human being should not be there everything can be eradicated and used yes. been done by robots no it's just making our life more simpler and i think adaptability plays a very vital role why learning learning is something that you have to go ahead inculcate in one's need it is a need why yeah. today if i'm interacting with you i love your patience i love the way you are asking asking questions that's my takeaway so learning comes from every single person that you would interact True. regardless to it being personal front it could be a professional yeah. front could be any part of your life or any part of our conversation could be something that i'm going to be taking away and that's why learning comes hand in hand with adapting adapting to the culture adapting to the technology all of it so adaptation and learning is the key mantra for anyone's success and and i think in any aspect of life like you've mentioned yes. like it could be personal and uh, professional, professional adaptability and learning goes i think in in both those aspects and has has to be done on a daily basis so amazing amazing i think we had so much to take away from today's conversation and we had so much conversation more to do but um, of course we're running out of time but i think uh, we will definitely have you back and have another set of interesting conversations why not further. i'm looking forward to it thank you so much once wonderful, again wonderful wonderful talking to you today you too definitely yes. our pleasure having you here today pleasure is all mine thank you